But the person that's being receiving the criticism, you know, they begin to feel this contempt mm -hmm. because when that person does that to them, it they, it shuts them down. Yeah. Over time, they begin to shut down and they begin to adjust who they are for this person or to keep the peace in this mm -hmm. relationship. And people get so far into this that they don't even realize that this is emotional abuse. Like Welcome to another episode of Marriage Matters. This is a podcast where we talk about marriage matters mm -hmm. because... Marriage matters. For sure it does. Yes, it does. It does. So uh, if you're watching for the very first time or listening for the very first time, mm -hmm. my name is Glenn Coleman and I'm joined as always by my beautiful and stunning wife, Tanya Coleman. Okay, so <laughs> so we had this conversation about when I do that and she doesn't just come in I told her I think she's waiting for me to give her more compliments. No, because usually you like go on and on and you do this whole thing. And so I'm like waiting for you to finish. Okay. <laughs> I'm not fishing for compliments. Okay. Uh, I'm not saying you're fishing for them. Okay. I just said you were waiting for them. Yes and no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for you to finish talking. Okay. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. So anyway, so how was your week? My week was good. Uh, it's been rather busy, a lot of things going on, um, all good things, you know, we have mm -hmm. a junior this year, so we are prepping for prom and we've been doing all of the things <laughs> running around and getting her stuff together. So yep. that's been fun. Work has been good, been busy. So yeah. Cool deal. Yeah. Cool deal. So uh, yeah, same here. I, I, I think it's weird, like usually my weeks for whatever reason, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, feel like they're just slow, slow, slow. Then mm -hmm. Thursday hits and it's like, boom, it's Sunday again. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, but anyway, so overall, good week. Overall, yeah. good week. Good. So, um, the first thing uh, I wanted to mention, you know, we've been doing a uh, comment of the week or a review of the week mm -hmm. or something of the week. In, in other words, we like to highlight one of our viewers, one of our listeners. Uh, to let you know how much we appreciate you guys mm -hmm. watching, subscribing, sharing, liking, all, all of, of that. Yes. Um, and this week, um, we are going to share a comment from our brother, Michael Walters, yeah. who, in my opinion, is one of the greatest musicians this side of heaven. He's pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, he and his wife, Ashley Walters, they also have a podcast, so you want to... Check them out on Instagram uh, yeah. at uh, Michael Walters, Ashley Walters. Um, and actually, we're going to have them on this podcast. We've mm -hmm. been talking about doing it. We just hadn't locked a date in. So, Michael, Ashley, if you're watching this or listening to this, get at your boy. All right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, here's the comment. Uh, it says, this was a great conversation. Y'all always put out great content. Marriage matters. Fire emoji, hands raised, <laughs> praise emoji. Yeah. Emoji, love you guys. So thanks, Michael, for uh, watching. And always, we just encourage you guys to just join the community, join the conversation. Um, our goal is to create a community of, um, of people at marriages. Mm -hmm. um, there's nothing uh, better than to marriages. do life with someone mm -hmm. 
you, who you can glean from, who you can share with, mm-hmm. and just do life together with. So absolutely. And absolutely. by way of technology, that doesn't have to be people in your own little corner of the world. That's it can right. Be all over the world. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. We've had so, some great experiences through that. So. Yep. So thanks, Michael. Uh, keep watching, and uh, like I said, we're gonna have you guys on pretty yep. soon. Yep. Love so. you and Ashley. They're an amazing yep. couple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. All right, so this next segment, sex segment, <laughs> we're not talking about that this podcast. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> this next segment is we call it tips, tricks, and tools. So mm-hmm. each week we want to give you something practical that you can use uh, in your relationship. Mm-hmm. So this week we are talking about Gottman Card Dex app for couples. Um, and this is something that we like to use. We love to use um, what we call conversation starter mm-hmm. cards. And so we use them with one another. We use them with our kids at the dinner table. So they're really cool. So the Gottmans have one. It says, see for yourself why millions of couples world worldwide have benefited from the Gottman Institute's research-based approach to relationships. Inspired by the popular card decks from the Art and Science of Love weekend workshops for couples, which is something that they do, um, this fun app offers helpful questions, statements, and ideas for improving your relationship. So um, the Gottmans, the Gottman Institute, they are like, I'll say the goats okay. <laughs> when it comes to relationships and it comes to marriage, um, just brilliant, um, research years and years of in-depth research and working with couples and training, um, clinicians who therapists and things like that, who work with couples. They have a lot of great free resources on their website and they have some great, you need to pay for it with uh, resources on their website. So um, they actually have a couple of courses that I myself want to uh, want to take. So anyway, great, great resource. And so I'm sure I, we have not used this particular app, but I'm sure it's pretty cool. So how do we do that? So you can download to explore 14 card decks with more than 1,000 flashcards. Mm-hmm. So tap. you can tap star to favorite a card or easily tap back and forth between all and favorites and access more free resources from the Gottman Institute. Uh, so the, this app is available for free, mm-hmm. uh, for free on the App Store or Google Play. So the Apple App Store or Google Play, you can download it for free. And like Tanya said, it's just a great way uh, to, to, to get some conversation started between you and your spouse mm-hmm. um, and just... You know, find out more. You know, I think sometimes we we could be married to a person for 20 years and not really know that person. Right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I think it's a great way to really get to know uh, just every aspect of your spouse, because a lot of times they give you questions that are leading questions mm-hmm. things um, you would normally, that you would normally ask. ask. Yeah. yeah. Conversations yeah. you wouldn't normally have. So I can like hear somebody saying like, if you have trouble conversating with your spouse, like something's wrong with that. No, it's not that. These are giving you just different content, different uh, types of questions and different types of conversations that you may never have if someone doesn't give you the, the wording to have those conversations. So mm-hmm. it's really just going deeper um, and taking your relationship to another level. So, yep. Yep. yeah. All right. So yeah, check that out. So uh, 
Let's go ahead and get into today's topic. Let's get into it. Today, we are talking about criticism. Criticism. And I want to start off talking about criticism. I want to start with intention. Okay. Because I think a lot of times what happened, well, before I do that, it's important that we address criticism because criticism, Mm -hmm. uh, actually criticizing and um, if you are perceiving or receiving criticism in your relationship, Mm -hmm. that can lead to a very uh, bad place. Mm -hmm. So it may start off, and I'll just kind of give you the the, the A to Z. Mm -hmm. It'll start off at criticism, but it often leads to what we call stonewalling. And Mm -hmm. basically, Mm -hmm. stonewalling is where I, I just don't talk to you um, you know, so we'll get into it a little bit later, but mm-hmm. so that's why it's really important. Uh, criticism is one of those things that if if you don't address it mm-hmm. and you don't talk about it and get it out, get all that stuff out in the open, mm-hmm. it could lead to some detrimental things in in your uh, in your marriage yeah, or in any any, any relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but intention, because here's what I've found out is a lot of times. Intention had intention and perception mm-hmm. have a lot to do with when criticism is perceived. If I can say it that way, let me explain. Okay. So I know for me, explain, Lucy. At <laughs> <laughs> uh, first, I was like, Lucy, why are you calling me Lucy? And I was like, Oh, okay, Lucy, about okay. Uh, I love Lucy. Um, it was Lucy about that was her name. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I know for us in our relationship, I am the type of person, I'm a very, in a lot of areas of my life, I just like to see things done a certain way. I'll just say it that way. True to facts. Um, and I oftentimes think that my way is the best way because it works best for me. Mm-hmm. So... Me in being the loving, caring person that I am, if it works that way best for me, I want to make sure that every that my spouse is not doing unnecessary work or doing things. And, you know, I want to save her time. I want to save her energy. Mm -hmm. So I will suggest my way of doing things when she's in the middle of doing something her way. Mm -hmm. And I think it really would come off as critical in our relationship. Um, And so even though that was not my intention, Mm -hmm. um, it was perceived that way, that I was being critical. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I have to realize, I had to realize that my way is maybe the best for me. And even though maybe it's, save time for me. Maybe she wants to do it that way. Maybe she enjoys spending the time doing that task or just wants to do it her way. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I, that's one thing that I had to work on is understanding that I don't always have to, it's okay if she does it her way. And see, the problem was, it's not that I don't want her to do it her way. It's just that I thought that I had a better way. Si, senor. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And what? Nothing. I'm letting you. Okay, I'm done. Go ahead. Give me, give me your, give me your. I know you got some stuff to say. No, I was just thinking of examples. So if we're working together on a task, mm-hmm. you say we're we're at the computer, rather we're working on you know content or what have you. Mm-hmm. And usually I am the typist because mm-hmm. I type faster mm-hmm. and quote unquote better. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Can I say that? I, I, that's absolutely true. Okay. So, but there are things, there are shortcuts, especially using Mac that you know that I don't necessarily know. And so you'll tell me in the middle of doing something. So I may be right clicking and highlighting to copy and paste something. And you're like, well, just do control C, whatever, whatever. And command C. <laughs> I'm just playing. Command C. <laughs> Control so, C is, is on the PC. Yeah, but. you're right. You're yeah. I was trained on a PC. Okay. And I understand, you know, I I am I'm here with you now. Okay, <laughs> with the control and not the command. So anyway, Go the ahead. control. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Control. No, command. Command. Yeah. See? Command. Command. C. Okay, see, I had to look for myself. And that's part of the problem too. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> so <laughs> So just using this as an example, like when you would give me those instructions, and sometimes it may be something a little bit more complicated than copy and pasting. But that's a but good example. That, yeah. that is a good example because I know that's something you said to me more than one time. Like you said it probably a thousand times. I'm like, but I like doing it this way. And when I when you're telling me to do it the way that you know how to do it, my brain, because it's already in motion, mm-hmm. doing it the way that I know now it slowed me down because mm-hmm. now I have to think about it and I got to look where's the command and all the things. Mm-hmm. And so, but my way, because I have perfected that way, it, for me, it works faster, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of like when, if you're typing, right? And you make an error in typing, you backspace and you delete all of the things, and then you you kind of start over and I'm like, well, you don't have to do that. I like do that? you have done it. Okay. You may not Cause, do it cause, anymore. Because typically I just let spell check and I go. But you, I have watched you do this. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And it it like has irked my nerve. I go. Because irked. <laughs> I'm like, just right click and it's gonna highlight it, it will give you the correct spelling or fix it mm-hmm. or what have you. You know, so we always have our own way of doing things now. Sometimes, you know, because we have had multiple examples of that. I was trying to recall something else. So something that you have, that you have done in your helping, mm-hmm. um, as if I'm doing a task around the house, I'm you and like, I, I am that person where I wake up in the morning and everything that I have to do is on my mind. So if it's a Saturday morning, I'm thinking about all the things in the house have to be clean. And I'm going to get up and I'm going to go after getting all of those things done. And it may not be in any particular form or fashion. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you've helped me over the years by saying, babe, like when you touch something, like finish that mm-hmm. before moving on to something else, mm-hmm. because I will start the laundry, I'll start the dishes and then start the floor. And I'm all in the middle of doing all of it at one time. And so you helping me with, with that, I, has kind of streamlined my thinking. And so when I'm doing anything now, I'll remember that, you know, finish this task, finish what you start here first before moving on to something else. Because what happens is you get the house in a 
dis more of a disarray than it has to be, and mm -hmm. then you have to fix that, and mm -hmm. you go to bed at midnight mm -hmm. when you start at eight a.m. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it home. Okay, <laughs> look, she saw it in my eyes. <laughs> she saw it in my eyes. So, but just giving those examples of okay, those are ways that you over the years you've rather driving what have you, where you have been trying to help and tell me your way, which in your mind is the right way, but I have my way of, of doing it. Or I may have been one of those moments where I don't want nobody telling me what to do. Mm -hmm. And so then it's like, it comes across as a whole nother thing. I perceive it as something else because mm -hmm. I don't want you telling me what to do, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, your intentions are, are good, but it's not always perceived that way from the other person. Yeah. And sometimes the way that it is communicated makes a difference too. So if you're, if you are saying it in a way that's more demanding or it feels like a cut down or a put down, not saying that you do that, but I'm mm -hmm. just saying, um, that comes across very different too, mm -hmm. you know? And I would say for that, in that, in that area, if, and I say that if you have that issue with people, quote unquote, telling you what to do then that's usually a deeper issue. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how I say it. Mm -hmm. I can say it like, you do it like a little baby, you know, <laughs> I can say it as sweet, you know, if that's an issue for you, you're mm -hmm. going to perceive it that way. So my point is, mm -hmm. is that I realized that we both have work to do in Absolutely. those areas. Um, and, and the other part of it for me, you know, understanding that, well, if she wants to do it that way, What's the harm in her doing it that way? Mm -hmm. Because she's the one that's doing it. You know, if, if I want to do it my way, maybe I need to be the one that's typing. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so that's the other thing is is knowing when uh, to uh, just say, you know what, it's not it's not even worth. Not that it's not worth it, but it's it's not. It, it's not, it's going to do no harm in her doing it that way. Right. So I'm just going to let her, because because we have to remember to keep the end goal in mind. Mm -hmm. The end goal is to get this document completed or, or, or what happens. Finish whatever the work yeah. the task is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, so I think that that's what happens a lot of times when it comes to criticism in, in our relationships is mm -hmm. it's the perception. And even though one person is not truly trying to criticize i'm really trying to help mm -hmm. because the other person has different perspective different perspective and and there's some triggers there mm -hmm. that's causing me to react a certain way so one thing that helped me with that is about the, the the whole trigger thing you know because sometimes you know i could perceive it you know perceive things as excuse me as um criticism when they're really not mm -hmm. um and it's understanding what criticism really is. So mm -hmm. I have a definition here that criticism involves attacking someone's personality mm. or character mm -hmm. rather than a specific behavior, That's usually good. with blame. Mm -hmm. So in those instances where I say it'd be quicker to use command V or, or command C and command V, I'm not. I wasn't saying that you are bad. I'm not attacking your right. character. You're not saying you don't know what you're doing. Right. Right. So I think that's what helped me distinguish mm -hmm. and not get so offended because they're just trying to give me uh, a better, uh, a quicker way. Right. And here's the deal I've learned. Even in that, somebody may say you need to do this, A, B, and C. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. I'll take that into consideration. I still don't have to do it. I'm still going to do Correct. it this way. Correct. And that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm being 
whatever. Mm-hmm. It just means I want to do it my way, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so criticism tends to be generalizations rather rather than about a specific issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in those instances, that's a specific thing. Right. Criticizing, and I guess... Um, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good example. The way example. a person laughs or if they're talking too loud and you, yes, and you, yes. you know, say you, every time we go out, like, why do you got to be so loud? You yeah. know, and that, that is more of their person criticizing their personality and their way of being, you know, maybe when they're with friends and family and they're relaxed, they're just, they're really joyful and they get loud because that's, they're having a good time, you know? Yeah. But when you, criticize that or you try to change who that person is Mm -hmm. that is more you're criticizing who i am you're criticizing my personality and that begins to shut that individual down and so i have had not necessarily that i'm loud but there have been certain instances where people have said things to me about what i've done you know um whatever i I won't even bring up specifics but that was hurtful and those are mm-hmm. things that you carry, you know, over the years, you mm-hmm. know, if you don't, and during that time, I probably carried it a lot longer than I would now. Cause now I'm just like, whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah. And, and so there's uh, the thing is that sometimes this can, uh, can sneak into relationships mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of times, you know, you're airing a complaint mm-hmm. and I don't even want to maybe use the word complaint, but you're just saying, this is how I feel. This mm-hmm. is, you know, which is a healthy thing to do. We talk about doing that all the time, but it can often be confused or turned into, into criticism. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and so even like with the being loud thing. So if every time we go out and you're like, man, why you got to be so loud? Mm-hmm. And so I'm saying that I have to be, so I'll just use myself. So if you're telling, cause it's probably going to be me that's being loud, not her. <laughs> uh, she'll probably say, why you got to be so loud? You know, or, and I have to be secure in who I am. I have to be secure in my loudness. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, this is me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm going to be me. So mm-hmm. I have to be patient with her and help her figure out why you are so offended right. at me being me. Right. So, you know, so because if you're telling me that, that's probably got to have to, has to do more with you right. than it does with me. Because you're concerned about how people are going to look at you because right. you're connected to this person. Right. So I'm just going to let you walk through the store and sing and dance if you want to, like, mm-hmm. and just not be bothered. I mean, just have a good time. I, mm-hmm. I'll probably join you now if I'm myself singing in the <laughs> store. So. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so it start. it always starts with the criticism. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's, it's so important to have the conversations, mm-hmm. talk through it and understand. And, and it takes understanding on both parties. It takes me understanding what you're going through and that, and, and it takes you understanding that that's not maybe the way I intended it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not attacking your character, your mm-hmm. personality. I'm just saying that this is maybe a better way. Mm-hmm. And then I can't be offended if she turns my way down. Right. If I, if I say, okay, that's cool. But for me, this works yeah. better, yeah. you know? So, so yeah. over time, if, if partners are not careful, criticism can often move into contempt. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when there is an intention to mm-hmm. insult and psychologically psychologically abuse your partner. Mm-hmm. So um, that you know that you start getting into you start saying things on purpose that you mm-hmm. know are going to hurt mm-hmm. that person. Right. So I I see this a lot in relationships where there tends to be emotional abuse. Mm-hmm. 
um, where the the partner, one of the partners person starts, you know, first it's like a small correction and then it becomes a criticism. It's, it's never really in, a, in an attempt to help or assist mm-hmm. or support. It's in... It's it's just really a, a jab into this person's person to their self, mm-hmm. right? And their character, their their character, their personality, mm-hmm. all of those things, and it builds, and so it gets to a place to now the person who has been um, offended, you know, mm-hmm. the person who who um, is, I guess, I had to use the word victim, but the person that's being receiving the criticism, mm-hmm. you know they begin to feel this contempt mm-hmm. because when that person does that to them, it they, it shuts them down. Yeah. Over time, they begin to shut down and they begin to adjust who they are for this person or to keep the peace in this mm-hmm. relationship. And people get so far into this that they don't even realize that this is emotional abuse. Like he he's never put a hand on me. You know, all everything else is it, it looks good on the outside, but I'm changing because this person is beating me down and they are they are um criticizing me to mm-hmm. the depth of myself and now I don't feel powerful enough to stand up for myself. Yeah. You know, so the the process of this goes on and it's one of those relationship issues that people don't really recognize until they start talking to someone else out loud and you Mm -hmm. kind of bring it to their attention. Like that's emotional abuse, Mm -hmm. you know? And so as this happens, it's often hard to be affectionate or loving Mm -hmm. to one another. Mm -hmm. And it can sometimes be hard to imagine why you feel, why you fell in love with your partner in the first place, you know? And so that, you know, when you're, Telling them, you know, things like you're stupid, you, you, you mm-hmm. so, you know, you could tell them you're so incompetent, you're always messed up, or, right. you know, get out the way, just let me do it, I'm mm-hmm. gonna do it, you know, those type of things. Can that, you do anything that, right? Yeah, that leads mm-hmm. to contempt. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is that leads to defensiveness. Mm-hmm. So often defensiveness comes in a reaction to contempt. Mm-hmm. It can become automatic, automatic to defend yourself when you feel you are being attacked. Mm-hmm. Um, so defensiveness can be actions such as uh, denying responsibility, mm-hmm. uh, making excuses, mm-hmm. turning uh, a complaint or criticism around on the other partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and there's, there's some other ones, but we can just stop there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if, if you find, you know, and I, I always like to bring our kids into this, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I would They'd tell, probably be like, why? <laughs> because <laughs> I see so much of this in, in my, you know, with, with my kids. Mm-hmm. But I often would tell them, he's like, you guys never accept responsibility. When mm-hmm. you do something, you mm-hmm. accept responsibility. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. If they're, if they're not, not accepting responsibility is a form of defensiveness. Sure. So if they are, if they are being defensive, mm-hmm. This is step, this is level three. Mm-hmm. So that probably means they've experienced contempt mm-hmm. because of criticism. Mm-hmm. So I got to go back and look at myself. Mm-hmm. And I know, again, I can be that corrective uh, McGee, as Tony Baker would say. <laughs> corrective, corrective McGee. Corrective McGee, okay. And it's like, you know, sometimes you just, I need to let them just do it their way. Or especially, like I said, when there's not dire results, right? you know, right. Um, you know, let them let, as long as it gets done, mm-hmm. I'm going to let, let them do it their way. 
Um, but again, if there's defensiveness in your relationship, then I would go back. Is there contempt? If there's contempt, there's probably criticism mm-hmm. or the perception of sure. criticism. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's good. Oh, you had something to say? Mm-mm. No, that's good. So um, all of these are in contradiction to listening to the partner's complaint and trying to internalize it and change that behavior. So it's talking about the defensiveness um, uh, you know, not accepting re- responsibility, mm-hmm. like turning those things around. Mm-hmm. So when you're really trying to explain, they're just putting it all back on the other person. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which after defense after defensiveness, that leads to eventually stonewalling. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so this can sometimes follow many painful interactions of contempt and defensiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see this a lot uh, with men because it, and it, it, you, you, I've heard men say this, and it, and it makes me cringe. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I'm just not gonna say anything because I don't want to deal with the, with all the stuff that comes with it. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm just not gonna talk about it. I'm mm-hmm. just not gonna say happy wife, happy life. I'm just not gonna say anything, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna discuss it. And when you think of Stonewall, and a lot of times you don't think of it that way, mm-hmm. but it is. It's when you refuse to address, address an yeah. issue mm-hmm. and you just, I'm just not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's what we call Stonewall. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get to that, when you get to this level, nothing can ever be resolved because it is just going to, the, 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 the destructive spiral just continues. Right. Right. And so when that partner stops responding to the other partner, like mm-hmm. they don't care what the the space is, you know, if, if she's upset, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to play golf. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like I'm leaving the house, whatever. And so she, we never address the issue. And then so she's further building contempt in her heart because now you're ignoring me. Now you're stonewalling, stonewalling me now you know, it's very obvious that what I felt is so because you've, you've shut off for me emotionally. Yeah. And the problem with that is you don't take steps towards resolving the right. issue. You know, there's a, uh, in the, uh, in the, uh, the, the kitchen table counseling, we use this, um, this, uh, tool It's called the seven, uh, seven levels of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's helping you work through or resolve issues or conflict but it's weird because like at the bottom is hopeful, hope, hope, hopelessness, hopelessness. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hopelessness. And then I think the, the next one above that is uh, fear. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we look at fear and you think that fear is a negative thing, but fear mm-hmm. is better than hopelessness. hopelessness absolutely. And then above fear is, um, I think it's discontent, that? discontent. Okay. I can't. But anyway, <laughs> when I first read that, I'm like, man, well, how how can, how is fear better? Mm-hmm. But it's because if fear is at least you're feeling something, you're feeling something, and yes. it and it's like well, I, I said all that to say this with the stonewalling. You know, a lot of people they don't want to have the argument. Mm-hmm. Well, having and I'm not I'm not advocating for argument. That is not what I'm saying, and I'm not. I'm not advocating for screaming and yelling at each other. I'm not advocating I was say, for arguments. Don't have to be screaming right. I'm and just yelling. I'm just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at least if you're arguing, at least you're saying something, right? Mm-hmm. You you're because because when you get to the place to where you don't want to talk to each other, mm-hmm. then you're never going to get it resolved, right? So right. and maybe not. Let me let me not say arguing. Maybe the disagreement. 
Is that a, a no? You're right. The word? argument is well. Okay, yeah, the disagreement. Okay, yeah. So you. you got what I'm saying. So it's better than just not saying anything, right? Because when you don't say anything, you're not making any movement towards the right. resolution, right? And it's always better to move the needle than to have no movement at all. Exactly, and have no move, no movement at all. So, mm-hmm. so that's that. Those are the, the things that you know to look out for mm-hmm. criticism. You know, because remember, criticism doesn't just stay. It's like Tanya said earlier. It's a seed. Mm-hmm that grows a tree that ultimately results in, in stonewalling. Yeah. You know, and you don't want to have the, the, well, I'll say this, it's the first brick of this sure. stone wall. Mm-hmm. Criticism. Is. <laughs> That's good. And when mm-hmm. you build, you know, each brick, you know, you get to the place to where you're just not even having the conversations right. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so any, any of the behaviors may, uh, may happen occasionally, uh, any of these behaviors may happen occasionally in a relationship. Mm-hmm. The key to watch for is if these behaviors become habitual mm-hmm. or routine in conversations mm-hmm. and interactions. So it happens. You know, I'm still going to tell her to do command V and command C. No, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've learned my lesson. I just sit there and I I suffer silently on the inside. No, I'm just I joking. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that. Um, I say, no, I feel you looking at me. No, uh, but I, again, uh, that's me learning to, you know, I'm just not going to say anything because, I mean, it's, I know it's how it's, hurt anything. I know it's, and even though, you know, so it's, and again, well, maybe I could say, well, maybe you need to do the work that you need to do so that you don't, so that you don't feel that way when I tell you that. But I'm like, I know that's how it's going to make her feel. So really, if I can't hold my peace, then again, that's really about me. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that need. I need to make my, I need to say something. Or I need to make sure mm-hmm. that people know that I know, mm. you know, we was having this conversation with that's some friends. Good. Come on. And, and, <laughs> and we were just saying, uh, sometimes it's, it, I know it's frustrating when, mm-hmm. when you're looking at somebody doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. In the wrong way. They, and they're loud and wrong. But sometimes I just say, you know what? I'm just going to let them right now just be wrong. And when they go and do that, then they'll, because some people, they just not in the place they to, need to, to do hear it themselves. It. And, it, mm-hmm. and, and so for me, if I, if I have the need to tell them and prove to them how right I am, mm-hmm. then I just put myself in the same category as them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I just say, okay. Especially if you know that personality type that they're not going to be open mm-hmm. to your help, you know, in that moment or period, then yeah, definitely you need to step back. Not saying that you don't offer support to people when it's obvious that they need that support, but if they're not open to it. Yeah. So it, it still happens. Mm-hmm. So, but when it does happen, have the conversation, talk about this is how that made me feel. Mm-hmm. Help maybe help each other explore why you feel that way. Mm-hmm. And get to the bottom of it and then grow and heal together. Absolutely. So it's hard to accept criticism or to change behavior. So uh, so it is easy to, to see how a couple can slide down this path sometimes without really realizing it. Mm. So it, it's hard. So the easy thing to do is just shut up and not say anything and right. just let it fester. Mm-hmm. The hard thing is to have the conversation right. and it, discuss and grow from it. Right. It goes back to what we always talk about. Uh, choosing to keep the peace or be a peacemaker. Yeah. You know, when we're keeping the peace, there's no peace within. When we're a peacemaker, we can sit down and have conversations about the things that need to be discussed. Yeah. So, this, and just know that change and growth—that's just part of that's just part of a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. Um. So. So yeah. That was good, babe. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You did a good job too. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
like all it. All right. Well, that's all we have for you today. Um, so hopefully you got something out of that. Hey, look, leave us a comment. You know, let us know what you think. Put your put. This is put a place we in. want you to put your two cents <laughs> in, and we're not going to criticize you. No. Nope. This is a place of open and honest communication, yeah. and we want to hear what you think. So please do that. Like, share, all those things. And remember, um, we are. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and on YouTube. Um, uh, if you if you're watching or if you haven't subscribed to one of the others, mm-hmm. um, please do so. Uh, and and if you're listening to the podcast. If you'd like to listen to podcasts, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Google Play, however you want to say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spotify, Anchor, pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found, we are there. We are so there. just look for us, Marriage Matters, uh, on those uh, on those um, digital outlets. Yes, take um, us with you on your ride to work and dropping the kids off here or there. Take, take us with you. Listen we would to love the to ride with you. Yeah. Um, and when you, especially when you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. hey, leave us a review. Not yeah. only uh, does it help us, it encourages us, mm-hmm. it helps us maybe direct our content, mm-hmm. um, and also lets Apple know, hey, they, they like these people. Let's, right. let's, let's, uh, right. let's show more of them. So, yeah. uh, so anyway, <laughs> that's all we got for you. Got anything else? Nope. All right. Well, this is Glenn and Tanya Coleman reminding you that your your marriage marriage matters. matters. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys.